welcome back to another week of the Project Lumiere podcast. Um, I'm super, super excited for this week's episode. So if you listened to last week's episode, I kind of hinted about this because um, I'm recording these in the same day. Um, but this week I want to share with you guys things that God has been teaching me. Um, it's going to be a really, really good episode. So stay listening. Um if that makes sense, and yeah, um, just before we start, I did this last week, and I don't know if I'm gonna do this every week, um, but I thought I'd just pray like quick little prayer before we start, and let's jump right into it. Okay, Daddy God, I thank you so much. Um, just for anyone who, everyone who's listening to this, and I pray, even for myself, Lord, I pray that it would just be you speaking through me, um, and that whatever needs to be said today would be said. Um, and I thank you for every beautiful person who has tuned into this episode. Um, in your precious name I pray. Amen. Um, so, also, the other thing, I literally keep wanting to say this every single episode. And then I forget, it's a little cheesy. But I wanted to just let you guys know that, um, just in case you don't know, every single Monday, um, the Project Lumiere podcast comes out. Usually around 10 o'clock, that's sort of, that's like the time I said, but Mondays, don't want to specify an exact time, but Mondays are for the Project Lumia podcast, um, every single Monday, you can catch me here, you know, I show up, even when I'm sick, when I'm tired, all of that, so, yeah, um, Mondays are for the Project Lumia podcast, and so, I thought, you know, um, I don't even know how that came about, but another thing is that Mondays can be so gloomy, um, and I want to cheer up your day a little bit, um, and I hope, um, I do, so, yeah, let's dive right in, I think the first thing I'll start is the most recent, um, so, last night, um, my mom and I literally, so we have a nighttime routine, okay, so, um, since, like, now I'm at home, like, by, you know, I'm at, I'm writing exams, so I'm at home the whole day, um, and so what happens is I start cooking supper, because I cook supper, um, I just cook supper, like, probably, like, 90% of the time, um, so, um, I start cooking supper, I think around, like, half past five-ish, quarter past five, whatever it is, and then I turn on a show, which lasts until, um, until like quarter past five I don't know and then from around then my mom gets home um and then I put on air crash investigation because we love air crash investigation um then after that we watch um another show until eight and then and then we pretty much go to sleep um but what I think is also ironic is that we watch air crash investigation we love watching air crash investigation um like we watch it religiously and what i find ironic is the fact that i can watch air crash investigation but i also love flying if that makes sense um i don't know it's a weird thing but yeah anyway so last night i was busy there i was um cooking and air crash investigation was on tv and you can i can see the tv from the kitchen um and hear obviously what's happening and so these guys were they were hurricane researcher people pilots okay and so they fly into hurricanes and then they see like you know what type it is i think there's like until like a five or a six or something um they see like the wind speeds 
and then from their data they can predict this fi its flight plan and basically they they went went in at a low altitude um they had a full they had a full fuel of tank and um in a hurricane i only learned this yesterday but the strongest winds are at the lowest out like the lower altitude which makes sense why like um whenever hurricanes go through like america and places well not just america but places um so much stuff is destroyed right by the ground because like there's a high um wind speed there and so basically they flew through the hurricane and then you know and there was troubles like as they were flying through um and you know it was weird because they were trained professionals anyway eventually they figured out um and they almost like the engine caught on fire almost crashed um was saved by the eye of the storm anyway whatever they figured out that they should go in at a higher oh what they should fly in at a higher altitude so it was either i can't remember um I don't know <laughs> what the the end what they figured out was that I think they should either fly in at a higher altitude and then go to the lower lower altitude um as they've established like what the hurricane is like yeah that's what it that yeah that was the conclusion but also this hurricane it had spots that where the winds were like tornadoes I don't know the official name for it maybe someone who's interested in that stuff or does that can tell me what it is but um like there were spots inside the hurricane called like which had like the power and the wind speed of tornadoes which is hectic like mini tornadoes in a hurricane pretty scary stuff anyway um and so i was standing there and i was watching them go through the storm and then they got to the eye of the storm and the eye of the storm is just this calm peaceful space in the middle of a hurricane and you guys i am not kidding it literally it hit me like this message hit me and i was like stop like can we just pause everything stop um obviously kind of traumatic um but sorry if there's any background noise but um i literally like my heart probably skipped a beat and i was like wait like stop hold on a second and this message hit me and i had to write it down um and isn't it funny how God put the eye of the storm in the middle of the storm? Like the eye of the storm is this calm, peaceful, you know, clear, blue skied area, like circle in the middle of the storm. And it's surrounded by this turbulent storm, you know, which destroys things and which is just so intense, you know. And when you're inside the storm, right, like this maybe it's nothing maybe it's something i think it's something when you're in the middle of the storm like right going towards the eye of the storm you cannot see anything in front of you behind you or next to you right you cannot see anything around you you have to have to rely on the instruments like i'm talking about in a plane <laughs> um you have to rely on the instruments that you have right you have to rely on god okay this was such a cool message okay so you cannot see anything around you you have to rely on the instruments around you okay and then you get to this calm peaceful space but the thing is the the calm peaceful space isn't the end of the the storm okay the calm peaceful space is the eye of the storm it's the dead center of the storm okay or like the middle region of the storm but the thing is it's 
this place where you can breathe um but you still have to go through the rest of the storm okay you still have to go through the rest of the storm so have to get back at it and fight this turbulent winds and i think it is so so beautiful that the lord designed hurricanes like this okay he saw this turbulent force of nature this intense force of nature and even though it causes destruction and even though we call it literally it's called a natural disaster right it's a absolute disaster okay but even though it's so intense and so horrible in the middle there's a space to pause and a space to breathe and a space to gather yourself and to gather your strength and to gather your breath and to to you know just gather everything before you face the rest of the storm before you know even um through this horrible disaster there's a beautiful spot in the middle for you to rest you know even though now okay i don't know like whether um or not hurricanes were i don't think they were first intended before adam and eve um but then adam took the bite of the fruit and then that brought her and like death and stuff um i'm pretty sure that's how it goes um and so uh, and so um and so before that um sorry my dad was just calling me um but before that i don't think there were hurricanes i'm not sure i could be completely wrong um but even through this horrible turbulent force of nature right the lord uses it and he uses it for good and he's created it um okay so even through this turbulent force of nature even though it causes so much destruction the lord still thought of us and there's a spot right in the middle for rest and for people to gather their breath and for people to not be in the middle of the storm you know i think this is so profound like even though storms are horrible and bring destruction there is still a spot in the middle a peaceful spot where you wouldn't believe that there's a hurricane surrounding you you know there's this peaceful spot in the middle but the thing is though the peaceful spot doesn't mean that the end is it's the end of the hurricane it doesn't mean that the hurricane is over that the storm is over it's a place in the middle to take a break and then you continue um and the hurricane still continues so i thought wow so profound um and you know it's a space to regain your strength before you face the rest of the storm and i think this is so profound it's like metaphorical for life okay and life storms um and i think it's so important not to mistake the eye of the storm for the end of the storm for having overcome the storm and also what is interesting is that you can't so these hurricane people right they rely solely on their instruments and the people um at the flight tower the base commanders whatever they're called um they solely rely on them because they're literally flying into a storm and so through storms you cannot do it alone you cannot go alone because you will crash okay that's literally that's it you know you cannot do it alone and so you will crash you know and i think whoa you know that's <laughs> that's profound you know you have to rely on the instruments around you and the people around you and you can't crash um to not crash 
and so yeah i wanted to share that with you guys so that's the first thing and then the next thing which i think is so so cool um and i've just seen this so like the air crash investigation series as a result of this but um a few like probably like two or three maybe four weeks ago maybe even five i don't remember a while ago okay or a, some time ago not like a long time ago okay i need to stop <laughs> but some time ago um someone was talking about how the lord was talking to them you know and they just heard the lord like talking to them um and say this and i was like you know lord i don't hear your voice like super profoundly often you know and i want to hear your voice and so my prayer lately i've been asking the lord to speak to me and for me to know his voice and I've literally, I've been praying this all the time, like, Lord, I just want to hear your voice. I want you to speak to me, speak to me. I want to hear your voice. And it has been so profound. Like, so from this, okay. And so the first time I, I think I'd noticed, um, so I was at Kids Church on Friday, on Sunday, um, and we had like a quiet time and I just felt that this child, um, there was something deeper that she wanted to talk to me. She hadn't said anything to me. She's such a beautiful, sweet little girl. Um, and so I think, so I think hearing the Lord, right? He talks to different people in different ways. And, and, you know, when I asked someone, I think it's an Evan Almighty or some sort of movie. And they were saying, if you ask for courage, do you think the Lord is going to give you courage or the opportunity to be courageous? You know, if you ask for, for, to not be, to, to be calm, do you think the Lord will give you, well, he will give you calmness, but he'll present opportunities in order for you to be more calm. And so through that, that's how you'll become more calm because you're doing it over and over again in all these situations. And so, you know, and this sort of feeling was very, very strong, you know, and, it wasn't, and I thought, okay, um, and Brian Johnson was saying this in some <laughs> podcast he was doing, but he was saying that, um, with hearing the Lord, right, in order to establish whether or not it's the Lord speaking to you, you have to do or be obedient to what the word is, right, and either it will, it will, it will be a yes or no, if that makes sense, so, in this case, I can talk to the girl and either she has something deeper to say or maybe she doesn't, you know, and it's okay if she doesn't. Um, and then I know, okay, um, and you know, you keep on trying that. And the only way to know whether or not it's the voice of the Lord is to try it, you know. Um, and that way, obviously, the more you hear something and the more you practice something, the better you become at it and the easier it is to recognize something, if that makes sense. Um, like if you have twins who are friends the more you spend time with him with them the more you can differentiate between them if that makes sense and so um i just heard i had this feeling like i don't even know how to describe it um because people say the lord spoke to me all the time and you're like you know was it in this booming voice was it literally like someone speaking to you and for me it was just sort of like I don't even know how to describe it, like, sort of in my heart, like, I just felt like I should go talk to her, and it was almost like someone whispered in my heart, but it wasn't, like, a physical whisper, it wasn't like I heard someone whispering, like, go talk to her, 
you know, like actually in my ears. But it was as if it was a whisper in my heart and I had this feeling in my heart, if that makes sense. And so, um, and so, you know, we broke into group time and, you know, I was just talking to her and I've done this before. I, I do this. And, you know, where you want to say something and you're like, um, and then you speak. Okay. And so she did that and she was talking about some stuff and, you know, we went deeper and I was able to tell of such a cool thing that the Lord did, um, for me and, you know, and we, we talked, but I thought, Afterwards, I was like, whoa, that was the Lord speaking to me. That was him speaking to me because I was obedient and I listened to her. And she had something deeper to say, you know. And so from that, then I was able to, to, so I heard the voice of the Lord. And then I was able to talk to her and to hear what other things she had to say, right? The deeper things she had to say. And, um, and so then I apologize if there's background noise once again. Um, but, you know, she, then... Um, then I heard what she was saying. And then I also heard, so this is actually the first time I'm saying this out loud. Um, but I also had like a word for sort of the season I'm in, um, kind of, um, I'll, I'll talk about it in a second. Um, and I wasn't sure, like, is that the Lord? Is it not? And I think another test is, does it align with scripture? Like, you know, if it doesn't align with scripture, then it's obviously not the Lord because God doesn't contradict himself and he won't give you a word that doesn't align with scripture. Also, like if someone gives you a word, just check that it aligns with scripture because you don't want to be following this word when it doesn't align with scripture, you know? Um, but so, yeah. And so, um, that's also where the air crash investigation thing came from. Um, but also this other word that I got sort of for the season of my life that I'm in, and I think so many times we want other people to give us words, right? We want like someone to be like, I felt the Lord say this to me. And, you know, it's so amazing when the Lord uses it, other people in that way. But he can also give you words for yourself, if that makes sense. And I think that's such a beautiful thing. Um, and so I was in the car. <laughs> I think it was on the 25th of um May. I even wrote the date for this. Obviously, I wrote it in my iPhone notes. So, 25th of May was a Saturday. Yeah, it was a Saturday evening. I don't know what I was doing. Um, but I know I was with my mom. And she went out somewhere. And I was... Oh. I don't know what I was doing. Was it? I don't know. Anyway. Um, but I got this word, um, for myself, for this season. And so this is exactly what I wrote. And it just says, I think the Lord is leading me into a season of being still, into a season of behind the scenes and being single, but not alone. Into a season of truly just being still and being with God and being content. I think God is calling me into a season of just being still and just slowing down and listening to what God has to say. Into a season of not being surrounded with so much noise and other voices, but just quieting down and just letting just listening to him but also just being surrounded by true community into a season of being still and being held um and so now when i got this you see there's a difference between being still and being quiet this was also something that i that came with it okay there's a difference between being still and being quiet right um being still whenever i think of be still i think of um you the 
um what is it it's deuteronomy for 14 14 exodus no it's i think it's exodus 14 14 um i'm actually just gonna get it because i don't want to like quote it incorrectly um yeah so it's exodus 14 14 okay and it says the lord will fight for you you need only to be still um and so that's sort of the verse that comes to mind when i think of be still but being still doesn't mean being quiet. Being still doesn't mean you don't say what's on your mind. You don't say your opinions. You don't share what's on your heart, right? Being still isn't being passive, okay? I think it's so important. Being still should not be mistaken for being passive, okay? Being still is just in the, in the midst of chaos, stopping and taking a breath and just stopping, you know, just stopping and being aware of what's around you, you know, looking around, um, and experiencing the things around you and truly looking around you. And I don't think that the Lord is calling me into a season of being quiet, okay? Um, he's not calling me, I don't, you know, it's not being quiet. It's not not sharing what's on your heart, but it's being still. It's learning to slow down and to be still, you know, as opposed to trying to fight for yourself, to just be still and to experience what's around you. And, um, and I've really experienced this, like, like, um, on you know i wanted to say something to someone um but i sort of knew it wasn't the right time and so i just held on to oh actually no that's okay that's not the right thing um but the i um there was there was something i don't know when i think it was on friday actually or saturday i don't know um oh, i think it was the next friday okay um yeah so this friday passed um i you know, as opposed to just continually doing, you know, I think it's so easy to fall in the habit of just doing things, right? Just going through the motions. Um, I just thought, you know, I'm going to stop, like stop and smell the roses, you know, like stop and just look around you, like open your eyes, you know, stop and open your eyes and look around you and see what's happening. And so that's sort of where I think, um, where I'm heading, um, and I don't know how it's long it's gonna be. It could be two weeks or it could be, you know, six months, whatever it is. And I and I have a feeling it might not be front center attention, if that makes sense. Like all eyes on me because but more like behind the scenes. Because behind the scenes is just as important as um front and center on the stage, you know. Um it's just often not seen. And I sort of think that's where um I, uh, you know, the season that's coming, and I, you know, I didn't want to um broadcast this, or, you know, that's not the intention of this. I wanted to share what the Lord was sharing with me, um, and I, you know, I wanted to wait until I saw whether it was really from God, if that makes sense. I didn't want to just, um, just say things, and I think that's something I've been learning as well as to just to to not be so quick to say to like say a lot of things but to slow down and to wait with certain things you know and and yeah and so that's what i wanted to share and then i think the last thing oh yeah so the last thing um i was reading i actually posted this on on the project lumiere instagram page um and so or instagram story um and so I've said this multiple times, but I'm reading the small prophets, um, 
in the Old Testament, like right at the end, just before the New Testament. And um, I am now reading Zechariah. But before that, I was reading Haggai because it's the one before. <laughs> um, and so this verse stood out to me, blew my mind. Um, and I'll read it to you guys. And okay. Um, okay, let me first read the verse and I'll say what I, what, um, I learned from it. Okay. So it says, you expected much, um, and this is Haggai chapter one, verse nine. And it says, you expected much, but you see it turned out to be little. What you brought home, I blew away. Why? Declares the Lord almighty because of my house, which remains a ruin while each of you is busy with his own house. And so basically what the book of Haggai is, um, is that the Lord's temple, his house was in ruins. And so the people were busy doing their own thing. And, um, Haggai just got this message from the Lord and he went to the people and was like, you need to go and build the house of the Lord. And the people turned and they stopped what they were doing and they went and they built his house. Such a beautiful, you know, as opposed to not listening. Um, and so over the past couple of weeks at kids church once again you guys i learned so much from kids church even though it's about the kids but i truly did learn so much from it um but we've been learning about like what we've been teaching the kids was um building god's kingdom um as opposed to your own and so this first i read it and i was like oh my goodness um all these things were happening because the people were so focused on building their own kingdom as opposed to building God's kingdom you know and whoa you know and i literally the caption or whatever it was hard check um am i building God's kingdom or my own kingdom and i thought whoa you know it is so easy um I'm just correcting <laughs> with the question mark in my notes. Um, but it is so easy to be so focused on building our own kingdom as opposed to God's kingdom. Um, and you just need to do a quick heart check, you know, is this to build my kingdom or God's kingdom? And so, yeah, I know. it. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's so deep. <laughs> um, anyway, I feel like my whole life is very deep. Um so yeah, that's sort of just what I wanted to share with you guys. There's a, you know, and it's not a lot, but it's profound. Um, and that's just what the Lord has been teaching me lately. Um, and so for our final quote today, um, okay, let me do the deep one first since we're transitioning from deep. Um, and so this is just a super cool lady I follow. Um, actually, I think she was one of the first people I followed from the Project Lumiere Instagram and she does like super cool hand lettering um and it's just if you're only talking to god about spiritual things then you're missing out a lot of good conversation um so true i literally i could be doing the weirdest things and i'm like lord help me here or this lord you know because god isn't just you know you shouldn't just talk to him about like the faith things about you know your faith but also like the weather outside or what happened to this person or how you're feeling about this you know because there's so much good conversation that comes out of it and God isn't just interested in one facet of your life he's interested in all of it if that makes sense he's not just a one-dimensional God he's a real God you know and he wants to know everything about you you know and I think that's so beautiful whoa another revelation you know he just wants to know everything about you and there's such beauty in that um such such beauty in that and so then the last thing 
I just wanted to share. This is actually a Dr. Seuss quote. Um, we love Dr. Seuss. He's, I mean, I don't know. Is it a he? I think it's a he. Um, I think he might also not be alive anymore. But his books are so good. Love Green Eggs and Ham. All the places you, you'll go. Um, and actually, uh, I made a card recently. And on the cover, I had hand-lettered all the places you'll go. Um, and so I was trying to find out the whole quote because I know it's just not all the, oh, the places you'll go. And I found it. Um, I didn't end up writing it on the card, but I thought, well, you know, it's so inspirational. Okay. So it says, congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. And you'll, hold on. Oh, oh, and you'll succeed. Yes, you will indeed. 98 three quarters percent guaranteed. Kid, you'll move mountains. Oh, the places you'll go. Let me just say it again. So inspirational. Congratulations. Today's your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. And you, and, man, this one line. Okay. And, um, and while you'll succeed, yes, you will indeed. 98 and three quarters percent guaranteed. Kid, you'll move mountains. Oh, the places you'll go. Um, and this is such an inspirational quote. And I just want you to remember that, you know, um, there's such, you should never leave the, the childlike faith of, you know, you should never forget childlike faith. Um, and what better way to not forget than Dr. Seuss um actually fun fact I wrote an essay or we had to write an essay on the topic congratulations today's your day you're off to great places you're off and away um and I loved writing English essays I literally love them and I realized if you fun fact this is completely random but if you personify an object and use it as a topic for an essay um you get good marks, <laughs> but also it's creative, you know, like I, that was just my go-to, I'd always personify an object, like I personified death, and I personified, um, I think, what else did I personify, I personified the human body, like the actual body, um, guys, I loved writing English essays, my mom was like, I should write a book of short stories and maybe I will one day maybe I'll share them here one day maybe I'll share my essays that I've written here one day but um until that day <laughs> you know they'll just remain my ideas but yeah so I just that's what I wanted to share with you guys um I hope you're having an amazing week friend um and you guys like you're you're like friends now you really are um don't forget to follow the project lumiere at the project lumiere on 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 podcast on instagram um or you can follow my personal instagram at it's underscore zoe underscore licious on instagram um follow me on pinterest or the project lumiere on facebook just the project lumiere um and if you want, you can follow my blog, zoelishisinsider.com. Um, thank you guys so, so much for listening. Um, I forgot to say this in last week's episode, but whether you're listening to this at 8 o'clock in the evening or 10 o'clock in the morning, it's going to be a good day. Okay, bye.